It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, Simon Marcel, en français, in French. And the accent, of course, is from Paris. Before I start, uh, by the way, I want to thank you for all the voicemails because I get them. I know I can't play them all the time, every day, because we get a lot of them. But thank you for leaving your voicemail at 855-905-8255. You know, I, I always like to hear them in the morning and then answer at night, uh, little by little. So be patient with me, please. And also, thanks for all the emails uh, lately. We've got a lot of emails, a lot of questions on top of the phone calls at night. So thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And our phone lines are lining up, so time for you, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Céline. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on between you and your boyfriend, and how can I help you? So we have been quarantining together, and it's actually been going pretty great. We've been together yeah. a few years, and I feel like things are good. But... He has a bit of a hygiene issue. He just oh. doesn't shower all that much. <laughs> like, if oh, he no. works out, if he's stinky, like, if he's sweaty, he showers. But if it's just a regular day and he's just working and hanging out, he'll he'll kind of be like, eh, I'll just shower tomorrow morning. And this was true before quarantine, too, but it used to just be on the weekends. So I didn't, like, it wasn't that bad. And now it's, like, all the time. And he doesn't smell. I'm just grossed out by it. And I want him to shower more, but I don't want to hurt his feeling. You know, I don't want him to feel judged or anything. Judged? So. Well, listen, I mean, at there's a good, the point where you're going to be disgusted by all that. It's a matter of time, soon. Um, so when somebody does that, it's a little passive-aggressive. And number two, I think it's it's intolerable. I mean, I, I think you've got to straighten him up pretty quickly by just saying, you know, listen, hey, listen, I got to tell you, I mean, we got to shower at least once a day, minimum. I shower twice a day personally, but let's let's say at least once. I mean, this, and tell him, it's a matter of respect. So yeah. uh, I said, listen, I'm very sensitive of smell and, uh, you know, we have a great time, but please don't don't slack on the showering. You got to be straight. There's no need to do unspoken or beat around the bush and because this is the minimum we learn as a kid. right? So if his parents didn't teach him that you have to shower at least once a day, brush your teeth and floss twice a day minimum, then I guess you have to. Okay, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm going to use that. Yes, believe me, once you say it once, if I was him, you hear that once, you don't want to hear it twice. So he's, he's, he's going to be shower. And then you can join in the shower once in a while. It can be fun. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's, it's not a punishment. It's an invitation. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. That really helps. All right, Shelin. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. You too. Changing gears and going to an email I received from Abigail, who actually listened to one of my advice. It worked. And now she has another question about next steps. So let's go to her email. It's funny. I just received this interesting email from Abigail at com saying, Bonjour, Simon. I listened to your advice about giving a guy distance when he's acting distant, and it actually worked. He texted me earlier today after being missing in action for almost two weeks, which is awesome, but now I don't know what to do. I want a relationship with him, so what's the next step? <laughs> so yeah, the guy's back after two weeks of distance. Uh, you want to know what to do next so he gets closer? I'll tell you that too. Coming up. So here's Abigail's situation. She 
uh, called, um, the guy was being distant with her, I told her, listen, give him the distance, it worked, he's back, he texted her after two weeks, and now Abigail says, what should I do? I want a relationship with him. What's the next step after distance? Well, the next step is to see what he wants. So uh, don't text him back. Let him come to you. Let him come to you. Let him make the first step. It's, he has to want the relationship too. So now that he's back, uh, you can chat, but don't ask when are we seeing each other. Don't ask when are we going to have dinner. Don't ask for anything. But if he invites you out, you go. If he, he said, let's do something, you say yes. And you see if he's really interested, he's going to continue to pursue you, and then you can get to know him. But for sure, keep being the one being asked and not the one asking to see the person. That's the next step to see if the person is interested in a relationship or just casual ooh-la-la. Thanks for the email. Good luck. You call the next. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alanis. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What is happening? So here's the thing. My boyfriend is an early riser. He likes to go to bed early, 9, 10 o'clock at night. I'm a night owl. I like staying up till 12, 1 o'clock. And I'm worried the fact that we don't go to bed at the same time is a bad thing for our relationship. What do you think we should do? Interesting question, Alice, but um, how long have you been together? We've been together about six years now. This difference of going to bedtime, when that started? This has always been a conflict in our relationship because I think we should go to bed at the same time and he doesn't think it matters because he just wants to go to bed early. <laughs> but I can't go what? to sleep that early. Okay, so before we answer that question, the rest of the relationship is good? Ooh la la, all that is good? Oh yeah, everything is very good. <laughs> Ooh, all right. So, to your question, uh, should we go to bed at the same time or not? My advice is not to insist on this. We're naturally different. I mean, some people, like you said, go to sleep at 10, some others go at midnight, at 2, 1. And I don't think we should force each other to do this. I mean, why do you worry about it now? You know, I just worry that we're going to grow apart. You know, that's my fear always is like we'll just wind up drifting apart, I guess. But um, for the last six years, same thing, right? Everybody, you know, you've, you've been doing the same routine, and he has not drifted apart, has he? No. Well, a lot of sometimes we do try to compromise, and like he'll stay up a little later, or I'll go to bed earlier. But usually, that makes the other person miserable. That's why I really hope that you can follow my advice. Leave it alone. Don't fight for it. And also, I think it's wonderful for every couple to have time on their own without the partner. So the last couple of hours at night when you are maybe listening to my show, maybe doing something else, it's just your time. And he, in the morning while you're still sleeping, can have you know his time because really the one-on-one -on -one all the time is very taxing on every partnership, relationships, and marriage we've talked about. So I think it's an advantage for you, Alanis, that there is this little couple of hours at night, couple of hours in the morning when you're not together all the time. Oh, you know, I never really thought about it like that, but you're right. I really do like my alone time, and I'm sure he likes his too. Mm -hmm. So it probably does benefit us more. I think it works for you guys, and it's the oxygen of the relationship. The time apart is also quality time that helps the time together. So let's not touch something that is not broken. Let's not fix it. Let's just enjoy it. 
All right, I'm going to give it a try. I'm not going to bring it up anymore. We'll see how it goes. Thank you so much. Bye, Simon. You're welcome, Alanis. Thank you so much and have a good night. Do you think for your relationship, it's better to spend as much time as possible together or do you think it's better to spend also separate time for the sake of the relationship? That is next on The Rendezvous. So this is probably the perfect timing to ask you this question, but for the sake of your relationship or your partnership or your marriage, do you think it's better or healthier to spend as much time as you can together as a couple, or you think it's better and healthier to spend more time separated from each other so that for the sake of the relationship, uh, you have oxygen? I mean, because there's two schools, really. There's some people who want to spend, and I know some people like that, all the time together. And then some other couples that I know who uh, really did not enjoy the confinement at all because they love to go to work, they love to be alone in their cars, they love to uh, go to work out alone, they love to uh, have their nights out with their friends, girls' night, boys' night, and so on, and who did not enjoy the confinement. So really, what do you think is better? What do you think makes it work? for you better, and what have you learned? Let me share with you what I've learned in my relationships with the pros and the cons of both. Next. Do you wish for more time away from your partner or more time with your partner? Which one works better for you? That's really my question. So I'm going to post that on social media, at One of Radio, to know what you think. But let me give you my take. I think there's a right equilibrium, and the equilibrium changes with every partner we date until we get married or we settle down. But I think there's no perfect formula because I believe that everything we do outside the relationship, our work, um, socialize, work out, see friends, families, without a partner, make a life with a partner more interesting. First of all, there's more stories to tell. If you do everything together all the time, at least when I did in my younger days, then at the end you don't know what to talk about because you've done it together. And also nowadays, I'm less afraid of being alone, and I've been alone a long time, and I deal with it pretty well. So, not the same. Anyway, I'm interested to know what you think. Go vote at Rendezvous Radio. I want to be enlightened by the answers. Calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lynette. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you? Okay, well, I'm dating someone, and I want to get to know him better. So I'll just ask him whenever I see him about, you know, how was your day at work or what did you do over the weekend? And he never really gives me a straight answer. He gets a little bit weird about me asking that. So hmm. I just would like to know what you think that might mean. Interesting. But, like, give me an example of what he says. Like, so what is his answer? Nothing? Or what did he say? Yeah, sometimes it'll be nothing or he'll give me a really vague answer and then he'll just uh, kind of ask me, what did you do? Like, he won't elaborate at all. I see. How long have you been dating this guy? Uh, just about six weeks. Have you guys been romantic yet? Yes, we have. And um, did you feel everything was okay there? Oh, I think that's where we connect best, actually, to be perfectly oh, honest. Oh, the ooh-la-la. Okay. Now, there is something that is, is a red flag. It's because your intuition feels something is off, right? For sure. For sure. And you know what's off, right? Do you know what he's doing on during the weekends when you don't see him? No. I, I need help. I'm asking you. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm like, this is the reason why he doesn't want to stop that because he doesn't want to be accountable. He doesn't want to have to answer you. You guys are not exclusive. You have a great ooh-la-la. 
He wants to keep it like this. I'm telling you now, I'm a guy. I know when somebody does that, he has other women. And the reason he doesn't want you to, to start asking him all those questions because he doesn't want to answer. Plain and simple. And you feel it. So yeah. you have a choice. You can not ask questions for a while and just enjoy the ooh and the romance and the companionship, knowing that since you're not exclusive, hey, it's the rule of the game. Everybody can agree in America that until you had the talk, the DTR, define the relationship, Everybody can see whoever they want. You know, that's the rule of the land. But you don't have to take it. You can also say, not so much, no more, not for me. And tell him, listen, I'm interested in an exclusive relationship. Uh, I really want to get to know you. I want us to be exclusive. And you do it early. Why? Because if you feel he doesn't want to even comprehend or think about it, you know you have no chance even in the future. And you don't want to waste your time. But if I were you, I would either... Ask him that question ASAP, or I would decide to not date him anymore and follow your intuition because something is off. No, I love that. I am looking for something serious, so I'm going to ask him ASAP, I would say, for sure. Thank you so much. Okay, Lynette, good luck to you, and thank you for calling tonight. Thanks. I love the show, so thanks for having me on. Anytime, anytime. Thank you so much. Coming up, Stephanie just sent me an Instagram DM with a question about her online dating life. So her question is next. So just like Stephanie, don't forget that 24-7, you can always uh, DM me a question on Instagram or social media, you know, Twitter, at Rendezvous Radio. And Stephanie just did. So she says, Bonjour, Simon. I'm brand new to this whole online dating thing, so I need your help. I matched with a guy on Bumble earlier today, and we've exchanged three messages so far. And he's already asking for my phone number. Is this normal, and should I just give it to him, or do you think it's too soon? It's a good question, Stephanie. When should you give your phone number out when you're chatting on an online dating site? I'll tell you that next. When do you think when you're chatting on an online dating site, like Stephanie, who uh, was on Bumble and sent me that DM, uh, was earlier today, exchanged three messages with a guy, he wants a phone number. So when do you think is the right time to give out your phone number to somebody you don't know that you're just chatting with on a dating app? Uh, here's my answer. I don't really think you need to give your phone number until you've met. I don't think so. Uh, the app is here for that. It's your safe zone. It's like this place where this person doesn't know who you are. Uh, they can't bother you. They can't stalk you. You know. So my advice, don't give it away. Clear and simple. Until, until you've met and until you like someone, do not give yourself phone away. The app is created for that. It's this in-between safety place where we can chat without committing much. And that's my advice. So don't give it away, Stephanie. Wait to meet the person and follow your intuition. Thank you for the Instagram DM. Your calls and questions are next. You feel you want to share some love on my show? Please share a romantic story. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ashley. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I know you have a romantic story you want to share with me tonight. I'm all ears. I do. I do. I love that you do these on your show just because during all this, I think it's really great. And so I was hoping that my story might just touch somebody and make them happy, give them a wonderful feeling. I hope so. so. Let's my, let's hear it. So my husband and I actually met when we were 18. Um, it, it was, you know, just kind of, he had just come to the high school, the senior year. We met and we, we liked each other, but he was going to a different school than I was. And we just kind of lost touch. 
15 years later um, in my hometown, and I run into him at the store. And it's crazy. I mean, fireworks. He asks me um, out, and it was like a whirlwind romance. I mean, it was everything I always wanted with him at a perfect time. So, I mean, we're 33, and, and we're married, and it's, I, I just, I can't believe that he happened to come into my life twice. Listen, I mean, you know what I love about this story? It's really the power of the universe is mm-hmm. when it's meant to be, it happens. When it's not meant to be or not yet, it stops, right? It's like we have to stop fighting for thinking we have to do this or that. I'm a huge believer, actually, that when the universe has decided that we're going to get together, it naturally organically happens and you find yourself at the right place at the right time, right? Exactly. I mean, so, and I tell this to my friends, too, because, you know, it's, it's one of those crazy just rom-com moments of you'd never thought that this person would be the right one for you. I, and I then just, it is. And then, and then it is, and then it's perfect. Listen, that's a very inspirational story. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think for uh, my single listeners, they will understand that powerful message. Don't ever lose the faith. Keep the faith. And remember, when it's your time, it's going to happen like that. Just like that. Absolutely. Okay, Ashley, thank you so much for sharing that story, and I wish you guys a good night. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Let's talk about dating to finish the rendezvous. If you're looking for a partner, is it better to date 1% at a time and see where it goes, or date multiple people and narrow it down to the one you like? That question, next. If you're looking for a partner, do you think it's better to date 1% at a time and see where it goes, or date multiple people and narrow it down to the one you like. So I posted that question, it's tradition, on our social media at Rendezvous Radio. You voted 79% of you date one at a time, and only 21% said date multiple people at once. How interesting, because, you know, in France, we date one person at a time. Because once we have French kissed somebody, you know, the exclusivity starts right there. Now here it's not the same, you know, until you have to talk, you can date whoever you want. And it's interesting, 79% of you said, just date one at a time. I'm all in favor of one at a time. I, I think it's better for everybody involved. It's like all or nothing, even if it lasts a week. But the multiple choice is appealing to usually the younger generation. So uh, there's no wrong or right answers. It's just very interesting. Thank you so much for voting, by the way, massively and answering my questions on my social media. Follow me at Rendezvous Radio and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.